Live from Delaware's News Center, you're listening to Delaware's Afternoon News. Here's Chris Carl. Good afternoon. Sunshine, 59 degrees in Wilmington at 3.03. AstraZeneca, which has its U.S. headquarters in Delaware, is preparing to seek emergency use authorization from the Food and Drug Administration for its COVID vaccine. WDEL's Amy Cherry reports. It's an incredibly important day for Delaware. AstraZeneca's COVID-19 vaccine has been found to be 100% effective in preventing severe disease and hospitalization from COVID and 79% effective in preventing overall COVID symptoms. Dr. Rude Dauber is an executive vice president with the company who says if they get the emergency use authorization they're seeking, vaccine can be made instantly available. We will supply instantly more than 30 million doses to Americans, and in that month, even 20 million more, up to 50 million. Like most others, their vaccine is a two-dose regimen. But I think the big advantage is it's easy to distribute, and the storage is very, very easy. It's just in the fridge, regular fridge, no cold temperatures at all. Amy Cherry, WDEL, Delaware's News Radio. It doesn't appear as if there will be more easing of coronavirus restrictions anytime soon in New Jersey. Governor Murphy appeared on CNN's New Day and says the state is watching the coronavirus variants very carefully, And Murphy says he guesses that he won't be opening up further capacities for some time because of the coronavirus caseload. New Jersey now leads the nation with new cases per capita. And this comes as the state just loosened capacity rules for a number of businesses, including restaurants and gyms, on Friday. Scott Pringle, NBC News Radio, New Jersey. Well, those seeking unemployment insurance need to be careful, as there's a full-time effort to defraud those in need of the assistance. Here's WDEL's DJ McEnany. We are aware of a website that someone created that may resemble what is here in Delaware. Director for the Division of Unemployment Insurance, Daryl Scott, says Delaware is not immune to fake unemployment insurance websites that have been popping up so frequently the U.S. DOJ recently issued a warning about them. People pretending to be the Department of Labor were getting to the stage that we're talking about messaging on a weekly basis to remind people of how they get in touch with us and the websites that they should be using. He says people just need to make sure they're reaching out through legitimate channels. What we're trying to communicate to people is this is the phone number that you'll reach and the specific websites that we manage to try and minimize the opportunity for or the chance that people might fall prey to these fraudsters. DJ Mack and WDEL, Delaware's News Radio. Well, Goodwill of Delaware and Delaware County is celebrating its 100th anniversary this week. WDEL's Mike Phillips says the organization has evolved over the decades, but its core programs remain. Back in 1921, was known as Goodwill Industries of the Wilmington Conference of the Methodist Episcopal. Church. Colleen Marone is president and CEO and says the organization started by taking in donated items and it's still a key part of what they do. Probably over 650,000 donations are received in a given year. Marone says in addition to donation sites, Goodwill operates retail stores, has an industrial skills program for janitorial services, and a temporary employment service that in total employs over 1,100 people. Mike Phillips, WDEL Delaware's News Radio. Well, still to come here on WDEL as Delaware's afternoon news continues. More toys and games are getting modern makeovers. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. We check your forecast from the WDEL Weather Center next. Today is Reva Brown Day on WDEL. Give Reva a call or text and wish her a happy day. Hi, it's Peter MacArthur, Delaware's Morning News. Everything you need to know as you head into work, along with Traffic Watch on the Nines, your National Weather Service forecast. That's 5.30 to 9. Then at 9 a.m., Delaware. We talk with those people making headlines in our area and the newsmakers making decisions that affect you and your family. 
Delaware's Morning News, 5.30 to 9. Dell Aware, 9 to 10, each weekday morning. AM 1150, 101.7 FM, and WDEL.com. WDEL, home to the Mattress Warehouse Creative Center. 310 now on WDEL as Delaware's afternoon news continues. Checking your forecast from the WDEL Weather Center. Increasing clouds tonight, low down to 39. Tomorrow's partly sunny, high 64. Cloudy skies tomorrow night, some patchy fog forming. A slight chance of showers overnight, low down to 46. Wednesday starts with some patchy fog. Could see a shower later on the day, just 30%. Otherwise, cloudy skies on Wednesday, a high 61. Cloudy skies on Thursday with a high near 70. Oh, the Flyers back home tonight after a four-game road trip to New York where they split a pair of games with the Rangers and the Islanders. They'll take on the Islanders again tonight, but in South Philly this time. Face-off just after 7 o'clock. NCAA Tournament is continuing with the uh, conclusion of the second round today. We've had one upset already, a seven-seed Oregon over a second-seed Iowa, 95-80. to The Delaware women's basketball team playing for a regional title in the women's NIT tonight. They face Villanova. That's game being played in Charlotte, tip-off after 7 o'clock. And the Phillies face the Yankees tonight, and you'll hear it right here on WDEL. Our coverage tonight starting at 6.30. In other news this afternoon, a man arrested in connection with the robbery and assault of a University of Delaware student outside a residence hall. Police say a vehicle containing six people yelled obscenities at the student and two others on Academy Street in Newark Friday and threw a bottle at them. The student and friends then threw a beverage back at the car. That's when the occupants got out and ran toward the victims, beat them, kicked and punched them outside the Reading dorm before stealing a cell phone. All three victims needing medical treatment after the attack. So far, Joshua Bovey has been arrested. Police have identified five other suspects that they're seeking in the attack. A Belvedere man will spend the rest of his life in prison following a shooting in Maryland that left three people dead and two others wounded. 40-year-old Rady Prince has been sentenced to three life terms for the 2017 shooting. Prince will first serve a 40-year sentence in Delaware before serving the Maryland sentences. Officially, Prince received the 40-year prison sentence in the first state after he was convicted of a non-fatal shooting in Wilmington in 2017. As companies deliberate whether to return to the office after a year of remote work, Microsoft says it will be slowly reopening its Washington headquarters and nearby campuses later this month. The company also revealed new details in its plan to move to a hybrid workplace. CBS's Sarah Ewald Weiss has more details. Microsoft developed a hybrid workforce style, including six different stages rather than a timeline for returning to work sites. They say the move will allow them to quickly adjust locations depending on health conditions. As the dial goes up, it means COVID is less of a burden, but they can also shift backwards. Moving forward, employees will have the choice to return to facilities, work remotely, or do a mix of both. Harsh parenting can have long-lasting effects, according to a new study. Children who are repeatedly hit, shaken, or yelled at by their parents have smaller brain structures in adolescence. That's according to researchers at the University of Montreal and Stanford University who said a child's social and emotional development can also be affected. They noted that such harsh parenting practices are common and even considered socially acceptable by most people in Canada and around the world. Jim Crisula, CBS News. Lawmakers on Capitol Hill considering Washington, D.C. to be the 51st state. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser said district residents are still not free as they remain disenfranchised by Congress. Denying 
American citizens a vote in the body that taxes them goes against the founding principles of this great nation. But ranking member James Comer of Kentucky says D.C. statehood is a key part of the radical leftist agenda to reshape America, adding that it's flatly unconstitutional. There are more new versions of old classics showing up in the toy aisle. Potato Head isn't the only one. Where's my nose? USA Today says creators are busy making other toys and games more inclusive, too, like playing cards that have kids of today wondering why the king is worth more than the queen. A new fangled deck called Queen where men and women are equal and figures are multi-ethnic, is now in its second edition. Hasbro recently released a gender-neutral version of Mr. Potato Head. Barbie now comes in dozens of skin tones and hairstyles and several different body types. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Well, coming up on WDEL News, a fourth COVID vaccine could soon be coming to the U.S. Right now, here's the latest WDEL coronavirus update. I'm Chris Carl. Delaware is averaging more than 5,500 shots per day, with 57% going to people 65 and older. So far, almost 13.5% of Delaware's population has been fully vaccinated. That number is 12.5% in Pennsylvania, 14 in Maryland, 14.5 in New Jersey. 25% of Delaware's population has gotten the first dose. In Pennsylvania, that's 24.5, 25.5 in Maryland, 28% in New Jersey. Currently eligible for vaccination in Delaware, frontline and essential workers. Those 50 and older, eligible for vaccination at pharmacies. Those 16 and older with high or moderate health risk can be vaccinated at doctor's offices and hospital systems. And starting tomorrow, people 50 and older can sign up for the state's waiting list. That's in addition to vaccinations at pharmacies. Employers who want information on how to best vaccinate their employees should contact vaccine planning at Delaware.gov. And to learn more about the state's vaccination plan, go to de.gov slash COVID vaccine. COVID hospitalizations in Delaware have risen to 111. It's been trending up since hitting a low of 83 about 10 days ago. Delaware's positivity rate at 4.1%, similar to where we were two weeks ago. The state adding on average 216 new COVID cases each day. That's only about 10 more per day than a week ago. Delaware's death toll has increased by two to 1,531. Keep it here for continuing updates on WDEL, Delaware's News Radio.